If you are a regular listener to this podcast, you will know that there is a very quick sponsored message from Hostfully coming up. If you want to skip this bit, just go forward a minute on the podcast app that you are listening to. If you are new and if you want to find out how you can get a free digital guidebook for your business, then please stick around. So Hostfully have been sponsoring the podcast now for many a seasons and I absolutely love everything that they do. David, Brad and the team are fantastic and they very kindly sponsor this podcast so that it can continue to be free for you. All I ask in return is if you go and get your free digital guidebook now by going to boostly.co.uk forward slash hostfully. So B-O-O-S-T-L-Y.co.uk forward slash H-O-S-T-F-U-L-L-Y. Go there, download your guidebook, Make sure that you bring your business into the modern day demands that your guests are, are expecting of you. And then once you're there, you can go and check out their award-winning property management software, PMS. You can go and check in how they are helping hosts and so much more. David, Brad, and the whole team at Hostly, thank you so much for your continued support. And now let's get on with the show. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, welcome wherever you are tuning from in the world. And today is the start of a little series that I want to put together for the Boostly podcast where I interview hosts from around the world. Uh, We're going to pick their brains and sort of find out a little bit more about them, find out their story. And then we're just going to have a little bit of a discussion about what they do to try and generate their own direct bookings and how they are coping, and especially with everything that else has been going on in 2020. I'm very lucky that in what we do with Boostly is that we have got hosts from, from all over the world. And I wanted today to start with somebody um, that I've been very fortunate to go and stay with, been able to meet, go and uh, see, their, see their place, see their property, see their town, see their area, and have, have a good chat with and. Let me bring you uh, on in the live with me. Helen, uh, Villa Andalucía in Competa, Spain. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, can you please just start off with, before we get into our chat, can you just please just start off by introducing yourself um, and just sort of tell your story about how you got into hospitality and into where we are right now and, and chatting live on Facebook of talking about all things that I'm looking Oh my God, how long have you got? As long as we need. This is all the platform is all yours. Let's let's uh, show you off to the world. Okay. Hello. Uh, I'm Helen, and I have been in the hospitality world for over here in Spain for 14 years. Uh, my background prior to uh, coming over in Spain was working for Barclays Bank for 32 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, also, during that time, me and um, my husband, we, we were in the hospitality industry uh, in the fact of uh, having businesses, a fish and chip shop first time round. And secondly, we had a um, off-license come um, corner shop. And my parents used to keep a pub. So all my life, my I have dealt with customers, and money and opening hours. So it's so in a way it's been nothing new to me in doing that and obviously doing food as well. 
Um, so I came, came to Spain. The main reason for coming over to Spain to live here was because I do have MS, and multiple cirrhosis, and I'm far healthier in a warmer climate. And uh, so that, that, that's, in a nutshell, a little story about me, putting it down dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, we, we went, when, when we came to go stay, so Laura, the boys and I, we came down to stay. We, we had some, some good chats, we found out, and, and there, is a, there is a long story behind it, and that is a very sort of diluted version, so thank you for sharing. So why, uh, why Competa? Why did you sort of settle on, on, on this area of Spain? Because there's so many destinations that you could potentially choose from. You know, there's many people in the hospitality community, uh, and obviously the groups, you know, you can see people settle all over. So what was it that drew you into Competa? Well, we had Timeshare in, in Neha, which is in, in the Costa del Sol, where, where I am um, not far from at all. And uh, we basically, every um, school holidays, we came over to Spain because for me, dry heat was a lot better. So I, I got to know the whole of um, the Costa del Sol um, all the way down to Portugal and done all the timeshares and uh, one day I actually drove up to Competer on my own uh, I wanted a bit of a break away and um, I just fell in love with the place and it was a horrible journey I'm, I'm talking you know 20 odd years ago and there were no barriers on the road and you you traveled the road mm -hmm. um, you know it, it for some people it can be a bit daunting but I just sort of fell in love with the place and it grew on me and um, I thought right Costa del Sol's not far away from uh, England it was uh, flights were becoming cheap Ryanair had started and um, basically thought this is the place we want to be and this is it and here we are here we are still so um, what I would love for everybody to do whether you're watching live or, or on the replay right now just tell us where you are watching from, watching this from, because this is, like I say, this is a, a part of a series that I, I do want to put together where we interview hosts from around the world and, and chat about their businesses. And if you want to come on to do one of these interviews and have a chat, then please get in touch, mark at boostly.co.uk. So tell us where you are watching from in the world, your business, your website, give yourself a little bit of a promo and, uh, and a bit of a plug because you never know who is who is going to be uh, watching this back on, on, on the replay. Okay, so we've got, um, we're in Competa, we've opened up the business. Um, what was the first thing, if you remember back to then, what was the first thing that you did? So you, you opened the business and it's like, right, now we've got to get heads on beds, now we've got to get people through the door. What was like the first thing that you were doing back then to sort of spread the word about, about the business? What was the first sort of uh, marketing tactics that you were doing back then? Oh, right, 14 years ago. Right, okay, we um, got somebody to build a, a website for us and he, he was very good with SEO. And at the time, there was only myself and two other B&Bs uh, in Competer, whereas like now, oh, I, I just honestly can't tell you how many places, service accommodations, etc., that there are here. So it, it was quite easy for me to get sort of recognise word of mouth and uh, even now I would say 60 to 70 percent of my uh, direct bookings are repeat bookings mm. um, so it, it, it wasn't too hard to do and I think a bit of my background as well and um, I, going back 14 years ago I got MailChimp mm. now MailChimp is nothing like it is now and it was just really a newsletter 
yeah. no automations or anything like that. So I started to build up um, my database quite early on. Let's just uh, dial back a little bit. Can you just tell everybody that doesn't know you, because we've got a lot of people who are in the live chat who obviously do know you from being in the hospitality community in the Bruce Lee Academy, but can you explain to somebody who doesn't know what Villa Andalusia is, just explain what the business uh, model is, um, if, if, you, if you don't mind, just for a couple of minutes. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yes, let myself. Villa Andalusia. It's uh, bed and breakfast. I've got four rooms. Uh, we're in a beautiful area. I call it my, my little hidden gem up in the mountains. Um, fantastic swimming pool, crystal clear water, looking down to the coast, uh, surrounded by mountains. And it's, it, it's uh, four bedrooms. Two of them um, are sort of, um, uh, come on, Mark, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Self-catering. Yes, I was going to say a kitchenette inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've, got, they've, they've got kitchenettes. So I, I offer people to, uh, they can uh, have better uh, breakfast if they want. If not, some of them can cater for themselves. Yeah, I fully uh, recommend the breakfast. We, every morning we had breakfast. We were out on the, on, on the garden looking out over the view as the clouds were coming in. It was lovely. In the swimming pool, I'm glad you mentioned that because that is where Frankie first learned to swim with his little wobble, one years old, kicking and flapping away. Yeah, lots of lots of amazing memories. And it's really interesting to me how you were saying that a lot of your bookings are repeat guests because it is that experience day. You know, it's it's one of those places where you will make memories and you, you come back and keep coming back to. So yeah, fantastic, fantastic work. And 14 years in. So in these 14 years, of owning the business, running the business, marketing the business, bringing people in. What has been, would you say, the biggest shift for you personally? And we're talking solely on marketing. This is obviously like a marketing podcast, it's what we do. What's been the biggest shift online that, that you have seen when you're having to sort of promote the business and talk about the business and, and how to attract guests? Well, obviously, I didn't really have to do that much at the beginning because, as I say, it was repeat, repeat uh, businesses all the time. And I never thought I would spend as many hours as I, I do now in, back in front of a laptop PC again. Yeah. Because um, when, when I thought bed and breakfast, it, it was just thinking, oh, people will come and stay. I'll look after them, tell them all about the area, etc. I didn't think I would have to start thinking, how am I going to promote myself? How am I going to get people here? Because... Uh, Booking.com was around and we tried to advertise with them and they would not allow anybody unless they had 10 bedrooms or more. So we were out of it completely. Mm. And it wasn't until 2000 and what did it be? 2014, 15? Say 2015, yeah. Um, I, I, I wanted a hotel to stay in near to Manchester Airport before I flew away on holiday. And I thought, oh, I'll have a look on Booking.com and, and saw, oh, what's this? Bed and breakfast. And I thought, is this one of the reasons why I'm not getting as many people coming to stay with me anymore? And it, it was so easy for me to book a room. And I thought, yeah, this is going to start hitting me. And Airbnb, I didn't really know anything about uh, that I was uh, on holiday in Barbados and everybody said oh we bought through Airbnb and I'm thinking 
I need to look into these things. And that was like the start of it, of thinking my time is going to be spent more trying to get myself noticed uh, out there. And then I'd gone through a divorce and I needed money and I'm thinking I've got to do something now. So um, you're talking about airbnbbooking.com. Did you take the plunge and get listed on there or did you sort of resist it and, and, and keep going down the direct booking route? What, what, what was like the sort of the transition from 2014, 2015 for the next couple of years? Oh, I went with them. Mm. I went with them. And the fact that um, you've got to make them, this is something that you say to, uh, to everybody as well, make them work for you because I'd rather have 75% of something and give them 15% than have nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so basically uh, that's what I did. I, I did go go ahead with them. Yeah. And um, so obviously at the same time, when did, because obviously you, you, you're very uh, active on, on social media, active on Facebook now, when did you start, start to look at that as a platform that you could promote your business on there? What sort of year are we talking here? Oh, that's only been in the past like four years or so. Uh, to me, Facebook was just like keeping in touch with my son because he was in the UK. Yeah. And um, and that was it, basically. And, um, you know, you could, you could see how it was going, that you could uh, people were advertising. And I'm thinking, I'm not paying for advertising. And it wasn't until I was at the stage where I was... Um, I started to lose my confidence, which a lot of people say to me, oh, I can't believe that. But I did because uh, the bookings weren't coming in as fast and furious as they were before. And I'd got to do something about it. So I did sort of start looking and seeing that, uh, I think it was on LinkedIn I went on first, because yeah. in my background thinking of going on there and um, found somebody that did coaching and um, sort of went, started going down that line then yeah so social media came in sort of 2017 and um obviously you, you you're now um very active on social media facebook you know i, I see the post a lot and obviously a part of the hospitality community and, and now the, the boostly academy so when what would you say would have been the problems that you were having before you discovered like the Boothy Academy world before you discovered me, what would you say like the, the problems were that you were, were, were having when it came to sort of figuring all of this out? Well, I, I could see how, how it, I, I didn't know enough about it all and I needed to learn about it. And I could see like, you, you could booking.com was great, you just go on and, and you book. And then think, I went on to somebody else's um, site and thinking, they've got as I didn't even know they were called booking engines in those days or whatever. And I'm thinking, I need something like that. And I, I need help. Uh, so it, it, I needed to do something uh, then. And obviously came across the hospitality community. And uh, uh, there were so many other people that were in the same boat as me. Yeah. Yeah, um, and um, so obviously you, you came into the hospitality community, started to, 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 to figure it all out. So how did you actually find the hospitality community, which, which I always find is really interesting. Um, was it just a search or did somebody recommend it? Like, How did you first join our hospitality community group? 
Well, I'd been in another coaching group and uh, that hadn't worked out at all. Um, it was more of, you do as I say and, and change things. And um, so it, it, it wasn't working out. And I think it was somebody who used to be in that same coaching group who had um, put on uh, Facebook or she'd commented on something and hospitality community came up and I, and I went on to it then. And you did, um, it, I, I think I joined with you before doing one of your giveaways and um, it might have been the um, the email that you have mentioned on the, yeah, I think it probably was, the email that you mentioned on the end of this like giveaway uh, and I had a go at that yeah. and I actually got two big bookings off it and I thought, this guy knows what he's doing here. Yeah, well the, the email I, that you're talking about, sorry to, to jump in, the email that you're talking about is a, is a, is a do you know anyone email. So um, again, what we, what we do is a lot of the time as business owners, we always maybe just forget that some of the best ways to get bookings is to sort of ask our previous guests who know the place, know the property uh, for referrals. And uh, uh, it's something that we don't do. And sometimes, like Helen said, send an email out, um, structured it in a way that you could just copy and paste it and personalize it. And yeah, it's great to hear that you get some success and a lot of people do get some success from it. So you sent out the email, got a couple of bookings and thought, hang on a second, this guy, he might know what, what he's talking about. So from there you joined um, the Academy, which is fantastic. And that was, I think we're talking 18 months ago now. So, so it's only about 18 months ago because September was my first um, giveaway. That, that was my, I think my first giveaway. Mm. And um, so um, I didn't hesitate before I'd, I was hesitating because uh, I obviously I like my money, and <laughs> but I did. Um, you you know what you talk about. You're so passionate about what you do, and and well well you are, and you've already uh, tried and tested everything before you give it to anybody to do as well. Mm -hmm. So um, there was no hesitation whatsoever. Uh, to sign up and I like the fact that I, I didn't have to pay it all in one go as well because at the time um, I couldn't have afforded to do it but um, I did it and yeah no regrets whatsoever. If, um, if you're watching this by the way and you, you want to find out a little bit more about what Helen is talking about uh, just head over to boostly.co.uk forward slash join uh, talking about the Boostly Academy, um, there's lots of different ways of joining. There's lots of that, that page and that website that you go to explains everything what it's what, what it's about. Uh, if you if you're interested, please do uh, head over there. So um, let's talk about from the 18 months that we've sort of been together. What's been some of the the new tactics that you've maybe learned? What has worked? Uh, what maybe hasn't worked? Like what? How have you uh, attributed to um, what I've been sort of teaching, and, and how have you taken it from? Obviously, our, my family business was based in the UK. You're in Spain. What have you learned and what have you been able to put into practice and what has worked? So let's see if we can share some tactics and tips with the people that are tuning in live or on the, or on the replay. I think what's basically um, helped me along is uh, like all, all the templates that were there, you know, and, and setting up automations. Yes, I had got that with my, my previous coach, um, coach. But um, 
Your, yours seem to be more sort of down to earth and people seem to resonate with what you're putting out there. And uh, I think one of the big things for me is uh, you want to go, well, that's probably wrong. I lost my confidence after I moved over here. I, I think, I don't know, leaving the bank or whatever, and then seeing that um, I didn't know where I was going and I had to do something. I now am back to the confident person I was when I left work, when I re semi-retired. And I could stand in front of a thousand, two thousand people and, and talk uh, before, and I'd lost all that. And I've, I can do it now, and uh, it doesn't bother me doing a live now or anything. Uh, you give me the confidence back for doing that, and um, you you don't push us. You leave us to get on with it. Like um, when we went into lockdown, there was so much I couldn't cope with it. Going onto the hospitality community, listening to people and all the negativity, I had to take myself away from it because it was pulling me down. Mm. And I know that I can come back whenever I want into Boosley and pick up where I was left off. And any questions, you'd be there. You, as you say, you're not going anywhere and you haven't gone anywhere. You've been, you, you're going to be there. And it, it's good from that point of view. And at times I've said to you, I feel that you bombard us at times with too much and I can't cope with it you know so yeah. um, I'm just nudging away I, I leave you to get on with it and I'll just nudge and nudge and if somebody wants to act they can or if they just go oh be quiet Mark leave me alone you can just turn, 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 turn the phone off no, it's amazing you have done it really really well and, and again thank you so much for coming on to here onto this live and, and sharing your your story and obviously this year has been um, crazy for, for everybody around the world related to not just hospitality, but for ev every business. Mm -hmm. What has been, would you say, um, one of the big sort of things that you have done this year since coming out of lockdown, being able to take booking, what, where have you noticed that the majority of your guests have come from? Um, what have you done differently than what maybe you had to do before lockdown? And what could you maybe pass on? Final question would be, what advice would you pass on to maybe somebody else in Spain or to somebody else all over the world that maybe has had to pivot slightly and what type of guests that they are attracting? Well, I've had to pivot from the fact that um, majority of my visitors are from Northern Spain. They're not, they're not all English, no. I, normally I've got the Belgians, the Swedes, Norwegians, etc. And of course they haven't been able to come. So I've had to, um, changed my thought and I know I've lived here for quite a while but not enough for me to write um, a Facebook post in Spanish so I, I've had to take on somebody uh, to help me to do that and to translate it for me and um, because I'm up in the mountains 30 minutes from the coast uh, in, in one of the lovely whitewashed villages up here there are people that live down on the coast expats not just english again the belgians etc who've never even ventured up into the mountains so i've had to sort of go out and promote myself on uh the groups um facebook groups out there um like the uh buy sell groups yep. 
I've, I've been been and put myself out on there. I've, I've um, actually gone on to more websites that are aimed at people that live down on the coast, just to bring them up here. And I also got in with um, one of the local um, yoga teachers and got her to come. And we, we, we've done yoga classes outside because she can't do them inside. What a better place to do it than round the pool. And so she did that. And then I said, oh, okay, okay I'll offer uh, doing the breakfast. So I gave people breakfast. It's a great uh, idea. You've, you've hit the nail on the head on some really good tactics there that everybody can be doing. Number one, building relationships, building relationships with, with other local businesses in the area. Number two, if you're looking for um, a real quick quick sort of short win to try and maybe get bookings, these local Facebook groups that are in and around you right now um, are, are really useful for it because again, not a lot of people uh, are utilizing them. And, you know, at the moment with, with staycations, people are driving maybe a maximum two to three hours, the majority. So if you can just uh, draw a big circle on a map around your property, look at where the towns, the cities or the locations may be and just sort of have a little search on Facebook. Um, I mean, how, how long did it take you to find these groups? Helen, would you say a couple of minutes, 20, 30 minutes? Did you, did you have to look far, far and wide or, or was it pretty simple to do? Um, it, in a way, it was pretty simple to do because, as I say, 30, I'm 30 minutes. I'm only 17 kilometres from the coast, but 30 minutes dri driving up. So I, I just went for for the local ones, uh, 40 minutes away. Uh, but uh, I have also expanded now to to like an hour away. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. I think those are really two ta really fantastic tactics that everybody can be uh, definitely taken away with. And I just want to say thank you so much. So before we let you go, I do want you to give uh, the business a big plug. So where's the best place that they can go to find out more about you? Have you got a favorite social media? Have you got an email list? Like how can people keep in touch with you after this if they are watching and want to maybe check out a little bit more about Helen and Villa Andalusia? Well, actually I do have this wonderful site. <laughs> it's done by boostly.uk. And so you can go along to villarandalusia.org and find me on there. Um, there's a, a nice pop-up that comes up and you can put your email in, in there and you can find out all about um, getting my digital um, uh, guidebook, which tells you all about uh, the area, etc. And uh, I am more, more so on Facebook than anywhere else. Um, um, I, I, I t tend to en enjoy being on there more, but I am also on um, Instagram, Instagram and, uh, and Twitter Fantastic. as well. Thank you so much for doing that. It was an absolute pleasure. And I just want to say thank you very much for tuning in. If you have liked what we have done uh, today, and you would like to do more, maybe you would like to come on with me and showcase your business and let us know what you've been doing, then all I would love for you to do is send an email to mark at boosty.co.uk. Uh, we'll have a look at some dates and we will get you on to the show. So this is the Boostly podcast that we are recording it for. If you want to go check out the previous episodes, then all you need to do is head to boostly.co.uk forward slash podcast. Um, Helen, again, thank you uh, very much. And thank you everybody for tuning in. We will be back again very soon for another episode. But until then, keep direct bookings. 
keep being proactive and really, really focus on one tactic right now that you can do, whether it's Facebook groups, whether it is building relationships, and let us know how you get on. Thank you.